Hello, Herd, and welcome to another week of awesome Nerd Herder podcast content. I am your Herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm your Herd mom, Megan. And today, on this fine Tuesday, we are bringing you some news and some uh, data uh, that we're going to dump on you and give to you uh, to enjoy and uh, just keep up to date on the happenings of this hip and hopping galaxy uh, that we love so much. There's there's a good bit to talk about. Um, New York Comic Con was uh, last week, and so we did get some details here and there of some things. Um, and on top of what ha- was already announced for ongoing content, so uh, some interesting data. Yeah. Faux show. And also, don't forget, Resistance came out. Yes, that was actually part of the news, and we were going to talk about that later. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so excited. <laughs> just off the cuff, just now. Gotta yeah. tell you. It's on Hulu. Sort of. Sort of. Okay. Yeah, it's on Disney now. That's how we're watching it, thank goodness. Because um, we're old and don't have cable. <laughs> um You can't watch the footballs. Uh, one cool thing is, uh, before we get into the news news, um, it's Tuesday, which means that another episode uh, will be coming out today that we're on, but it's not our podcast. Um, we did a special guest uh, spot on follower the followers of the Force podcast um, for his uh, Star Wars stories series. Um, he's interviewed uh, quite a lot of other uh, content creators and other uh, just big name nerds and such, and uh, of the Star Wars variety, and mm-hmm. got their uh, story of what Star Wars meant to them, how they kind of discovered it, and all that good stuff. We uh, chatted. We enjoyed our time with David um, and and enjoyed uh, recording that episode. And so it's, it's also great to network and uh, connect all, I mean, we chatted before, but you know, that was the first time we'd gotten to kind of connect that much. Um, Really nice guy. And so, Oh yeah. David's awesome. If you um, would do us a favor as listeners of our show, uh, you may, if you're like us and you listen to a variety of podcasts, you may already be listening to Followers of the Force in some way. But if you're not, um, go ahead and find them on Apple Podcasts. That's where we listen to them. I don't know uh, exactly where else they are. But if nothing else, just head over to their Twitter page and you can get all the information there. Um, and check out the episode we appear on and you know share that around. And also just give uh, David and Followers of the Force uh some love and attention. Uh, they're mm-hmm. doing great stuff. They definitely um, deserve it. Yeah. We, we enjoy, uh, since we've discovered their podcast, uh, about a month or so ago, we've been enjoying, uh, keeping up to date, especially with the star Wars story series, um, and getting to know some of the deeper cuts of, uh, some other content creators we, we knew and, you know, found out some, some interesting backstories and whatnot. So, yeah, so another way that you can listen to us on this fine Tuesday and check out um, another awesome and positive and inspiring uh, Star Wars podcast that's out there. So, yes, coolest of beans. Be all right. So chilliest beans, on, practically on, freezer beans. Freezer beans. <laughs> um, that just sounds funny to say. Hashtag freezer beans. That's, so that's the that, Star Wars uh, hashtag for the week. Uh, freezer beans. Well, that'll be today's hashtag. We come up with hashtags like every day. Yes. So today, today's uh, hashtag is hashtag freezer beans. Yes. So uh, you, thank you to that. Yeah. And if you want to show us how much you love the podcast or, you know, any 
comments on today's episodes, just use the hashtag freezer beans. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> I'm my going goodness. To be checking that our, I'm going to be our, checking that tag constantly. Our herd is just so interesting and amazing. Yes. Um, some other great news. Um, that's not like official star Wars news news, um, is that we got our first Patreon. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, uh, decided to support us uh, with a monthly contribution on Patreon, which is amazing. And we're yeah. very thankful. Um, she's already just, I'm sorry, everyone else. She's the best fan. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's uh, definitely a very, a big encouragement and, and a good friend and always have good conversations and always has a lot to contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we really appreciate that. Uh, at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit more about Patreon, but of course we have one, so you can find us out there if you'd like to support us as well, um, especially as you start to hear uh, about what we're doing. So if you want to know what the buzz is about, other than just providing a way for us to more easily make our current content, if you want to hear about some of the other goodies and cool stuff we're talking about doing on Patreon uh, that may help you decide on being a contributor, then make sure you stay for the end of the show for the announcements, or you can check the timestamp in the info box and just jump there. If you'd rather, um, we'll have plenty of info there for, uh, you on what Patreon will look like if you, uh, follow or, uh, follow and contribute to nerd herder. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get started with (gasps) gaming news. I reached for the mouse, but it was down here. Not up. It escaped. It escaped. (laughs) Oakley doakley neighborino. Let's get started. I was told not to say all right, and I'm going to go with that. Um, (laughs) Let's get started with gaming news. Yes. Um, This week, or yeah, basically this week, we've got some interesting Battlefront news coming up for the follow for the next few months. Uh, I say next few. It goes all the way to February of next year. Mm -hmm. New roadmap. Yeah. Um, And this was was this announced at. Um, Comic Con? No, this was uh, this was done through their regular uh, community forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from, I believe, October second. Um, you can check out EA Star Wars and Ben Walk on Twitter uh, for links to the full thing because we don't cover everything. There's a lot. Um, they've got special events um, like different uh, hero discounts and different um, class discounts, as well as a bonus experience. Uh, weekend. Um, so there's a few different dates for things that we're not going to go into too big of a detail uh, regarding. Um, and also uh, some of the news we give you the gist of, but do I, if you're, if you are a gamer like me with Battlefront, then I do recommend you check out the uh, community transmission on the Battlefront forums because uh, y- well, we'll talk about it. You'll see how it affects yeah. you. So get the full details on there because you're going to want it. Um, yes. But we'll go more into that after as you get there. Yes. Thank you. Uh, for this month, October, of course, uh, Grievous will be out on October 30th. So he will be a playable character. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will drop with a Jedi Hunter appearance and a battle damaged appearance, meaning he just has a giant hold on his chest. Um, I'm not sure. I, I imagine specific. Um, I imagine it does have something to do with that. I, I'm not entirely. I don't. I don't even know what the Jedi Hunter um, skin is. I, I imagine 
Um, and as you'll mention, there's another. So we're getting three. We we specifically know these two are labeled Jedi Hunter and um, Battle Damaged. Yeah. Outside of that, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what um, the other appearances. I figured we would just get a cape and no cape. Um, no capes. Which I still believe maybe the Jedi Hunter is the cape. Mm-hmm. It does have the cape. Yeah, it's just um, him, like, hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I imagine he'll be the same regardless. I just think that he'll have the cape. And I think for the battle damage, yeah, he probably just has uh, scars. and, and Yeah. Damage. Probably not specifically the, um, the damage received in Revenge of the Sith. Since that was fatal, but you know, heart crushed, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, there's a couple of scenes from the Clone Wars episode where he fights Kit Fisto that he has some battle damage that I, mm-hmm. I am imagining would be more what they're probably going to go for. Yeah, and that seems to be a lot of the new skins that they're releasing is more Clone Wars ish mm-hmm. styles, uh, probably because we're getting season seven soon. Yeah, which I think is also part of why they're tapering it for so long is so that it leads up to it. You're not getting mm-hmm. everything. At, well, number one, we're getting a lot, so you couldn't just dump it all. Yeah. Uh, and um, and uh, yeah, I think this is kind of just meant to be a work up towards that. So, um, but it'll it'll be interesting to see exactly what they're going for that's the that's the move on beep that's the move on beep. moving on <laughs> so general grievous october 30th that's the megan's tripping over everything beep. <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah yeah so, so grievous october 30th grievous is october 30th um and next month november Jeez Louise, it's already almost November, John. Oh, you missed a part. I missed a part? Yes. Oh, dang. Um, we'll be getting... Oh, yeah. We'll be getting improvements to character health uh, character health cards. Sorry. New upgrade cards will now reward additional health for specific defeats rather than less impactful bonuses. What's that mean? <laughs> um, so this is the part I was talking about. Like, if you're if you're into Battlefront, you want to check this out because essentially what it's doing is they're redefining the bonuses certain character cards are giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, one example is that, um, and if you're not familiar, so you get a character and you can upgrade them with cards, and then you can upgrade those cards to have different bonuses. So certain abilities will take long uh, less time to recharge or um, in this case, what they're saying is they're trading out for more cards that give health bonuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning if you defeat an enemy, you get a health bonus. Or if you use a special ability and defeat an enemy, you get health bonuses and vice versa. Um, these are replacing a lot of the m- more less impactful, less functional cards. So like with Boba Fett, he has one that makes um, enemies more visible to other allies. Yes, that can be helpful. Um but overall, it doesn't have a, a major impact into the gameplay. Um, and so they're replacing that with a, you know, uh, upon defeating a hero, you get this much health points. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that's exactly what they're trading. But essentially, that's the go, is um, characters like Boba Fett, Phasma, uh, Lando Calrissian, Darth Vader, um, almost, almost the in- entire roster, quite a lot, um, are getting 
health bonuses. Yeah. Um, no updates to um, the Emperor, correct? No. That'd be like getting a blue shell when you're in first place. Right. <laughs> um, I, I feel like the Emperor's already at the, the head of the pack. Um, but this is going to be helpful, especially with heroes versus villains, because there's times when, you know, you get stuck in a group and you kill an enemy and that that health bonus is going to be extremely helpful into continuing rather than killing an enemy just to die immediately after. Yeah. So this will help hopefully cut down the amount of deaths of certain characters, especially, like I said, um, heroes versus villains and such like that. So Yes, your favorite game. I like it when it works. I'll just say <laughs> that. Um, ben Walk, get on it. So with that, that's why I'm saying, you know, if if you're big into gaming, you're pro or into with, with Battlefront. I mean, um, you're probably using character cards. If you're using character cards, you're probably using cards that are going to change. Um, that doesn't mean you need to reinstall them. They're going to automatically change, which means if you don't know about it, you could be looking for a bonus you're no longer getting. So this would be an important one to head over to the um, head over to the Battlefront forums and check out because. Again, there's like eight or nine characters getting bonuses. So rather than fill the whole episode with talking about that, um, figured we would just give you the general idea and let you figure out how that affects you Yes. Um, from there. Do your own research. We're not your mom. <laughs> yeah, in most regards, we would give you the information. But since it's so much, we give you the gist. You're getting health cards and health bonuses rather than other things. Uh, yeah. If you use those things, you need to know if you're losing them or not so check out the forums yes okay now november. now november it's almost november that's still terrifying it's not almost no we like we got 20 something days we got a few days we got a little bit we got a little bit but still this year has been moving far too fast for me um so in november skin wise we will be getting obi-wan jedi master uh and a robed appearance awesome yeah, I think that's insinu. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's insinuating episode three appearance. Yes. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, with Obi Wan, we'll be getting skins for his clone group, the two one tooth, <laughs> two hundred and twelfth. I know. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of something clever. It didn't work. Um, another grievance appearance as well. Grievous appearance as well. Which would probably be very grievancing. Or if that's a word, I don't know. Grievance-ish. Yeah, whatever. I have this grievances. Is the, this is the one I don't know because again, I, I'm I'm and I'm anticipating that the first one we're getting is caped, and then we'll get battle uh, battle damaged, and then I assume this will be the knocking. 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 I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> um, for gameplay, we'll be getting a new large Geonosis map for a galactic assault. Along with new vehicles, the Bark Speeder, ATTE, and Stap Speeder. <laughs> yes. Bark, bark, bark. Um, Stap. Yeah, so we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we first found out about this. So this is cool um, since they're going for big with Geonosis. Um, so it's awesome that we're getting these vehicles. I've since learned that the ATTEs will not be static. So in the game, we have ATTEs. You can't pilot them. Um, essentially, what they are is they're uh, AI enemies. So in, on various maps, they'll advance, and it's your job to just attack them and destroy them. Uh -huh. So you can't... Like a Lego game. Yeah. 
um, you can't outright control them. Uh, ATTEs, on the other hand, which makes sense, they are smaller, um, more than likely more manageable. So they will be controllable. Mm -hmm. um, and so this will be uh, added in to the Republic tank side um, as kind of a combat to like the um, AT, AAT uh, for the droid army. So that's cool. This the, cool. The Bark Speeder is just a reskin of the classic speeder. Um, I mean, that's essentially all it is, is it's bark, just bark, bark. a recolor and a few different parts, whatever. But I mean, you can get technical with it, but essentially they're just going to reskin the class, the classic speeder. So the new things, the fully new uh, things are the ATTE and which will be probably one of the larger controlled vehicles. And then you have the step speeder, which is the droid speeder. Uh, which is going to be interesting how they control that because, like in universe, they don't have a limited access mm -hmm. axis. Meaning, I mean, you can go vertical as long as you want. Like, I mean, you you can essentially fly that up into you know X wing territory. I mean, obviously you can't leave atmosphere. Yeah. But like, it'll be interesting how they control <laughs> how yeah. how far and how like I just I just imagine a bunch of you know campers just going up as high as they can go and then just staying out of range yeah um remind me is that the wheelie do speeder no that's grievous speeder the stap speeder is the one um you know that opening scene when they first meet jar jar and phantom menace and there's a speeder that comes and attacks yes so it it looks like um it it's it's hard to explain. It's it's instead of being one you ride like a motorcycle, yeah. You it's like a Segway. It you stand and ride, so it's like it's like it's like a Star Wars Segway. I guess. I'm just imagining droids on Segways now. That's basic. It's just basically John, flying stick Segways. Draw me a picture. <laughs> I, I beg of you. I I will I will do that for you. Thank you. Um, and by the way, if I if I sound ignorant about video games. It's not that I'm not. I don't play video games. It's that I don't play this video game. Yeah. I, I have others. Um, so going all the way to January because we got nothing for December, which a lot of people were mad about. No chroma. I I mean there could be some cool surprise. Yeah. I don't know. What do you want for chroma? Well, what do I want for Christmas? What we don't have a long enough podcast for, for that. <laughs> I want a Sokatano for Christmas. Ooh, that would be a great Ben Walk. I might play fan and friend of the show. Make it happen. I might play Battlefront if they had a Soka. That would be cool. They have to at some point. They have to do a Soka. Yeah, at some if point. they're doing this much Clone Wars stuff, they have. To they do. have to. That would be a great little birthday. Yeah. Uh, not birthday. Birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Jesus! Hey, have a Soka. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool little surprise. Yeah. Um. I mean, they might be waiting for season seven to drop. But yeah. Uh, that's more likely, but let, I mean, we could be ridiculous and hope for a Christmas surprise. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine if they just like, instead of that, they release the, you know, the Christmas Funko Pops, mm -hmm. just oh, those as skins. Goodness gracious. Oh my I'm gosh. sure somebody's done that as a mod already. I would love to see that. Um, so for January, uh, Count Dooku drops from the sky and breaks all of his bones because he's an old man. <laughs> He does a surprising amount of flying in the original Clone Wars, so I would not be surprised. 
Uh, Count Dooku, he drops with an additional appearance for himself and another for Obi-Wan, listed as General Kenobi, which is probably his Clone Wars appearance. Uh, which, nice. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting. Prior to this weekend, I would have said that was definitely going to be his Clone Wars 2008 series appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, Hasbro released images of the new Black Series Obi-Wan figure that's going to be of his 2003. Really? Appearance. Because it's much easier. It's literally the body of a clone with the head of Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing full body. It, the difference is full body versus just having a pauldron and, and yeah. um, armor. Um, so we could possibly get either. When we, uh, I'm not sure. When we get in that figure? Uh, sp- I want to say spring. I want to say after the first of the year, because yeah. we already know. Um, later this year we're getting like, uh, we're getting Chopper and a couple of other. Uh, we're getting Ezra. Um, so we're gonna have such. our entire ghost. Close. Crew. We just need Zeb. Zeb's yeah. the only we have. Uh, we have. Kanan and Hera, um, yeah. already released, has also been Sabine. Mm-hmm. Ezra and Chopper are coming later this year. Zeb uh, is probably going to be another late spring mm-hmm. announcement. I'd be, I mean. Yeah. Or we could just get the uh, the concept art Chewbacca and just put him in the background. Or he'd be tiny. <laughs> the one where his facial expression is just, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've never seen the concept art for Chewbacca, it's beautiful. Yeah, he always looks surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of surprise, surprise, um, we will also be getting the Coruscant guard skins. Yeah, yeah, I like that because I want to be running around as a shock trooper because they're just people. cool. They are cool. They're red, which is just automatic cool points. Yeah, that's your favorite color. Red and black, yeah. Yes, you big. I'd love emo if we nerd. get shadow troopers. That'd be just cool at some point. Anyway. <laughs> They might just pop up out of nowhere. Well, that, like, oh. that would be a great Imperial skin. Because, I mean, we're getting all these clone skins. It would be great to get some Imperial variants. I would love to get just a Shadow Squad troop. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be that'd be cool. I mean, and I, I know I wouldn't be the only one that would go for that. And it, it could be cheaper than the average. I mean, since it's just a recolor. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've been thinking about that lately. I'm like, are there any other class? Because we do have... We have variants of the Rebels and Resistance, you know, different human and alien appearances. Yeah. And now we've got multiple clone trooper appearances. The only ones that don't have much would be the Imperials. Um, it'd be cool if we got, like, the Shore Troopers. Mm-hmm. Um, if that was a... Uh, if that was one. Yeah. Um, I know we don't exactly see a heavier specialist uh, Shore Trooper, but, I mean, I, I think they could come up with some cool concepts that would make it work um yeah. it'd be cool if you know i don't like i said uh shadow trooper um i'm sure there's other cool variants they could come up with but mm-hmm. i think all together I, I think the imperial squad needs some skins i think they need some uh, don't we all, add-ons don't we all need some skin yeah epidermis <laughs> how how's your skin today <laughs> have you gotten a new skin lately um moving on moving on from your skin have you lotioned lotion your skin for pete's sake uh february uh the anakin skin finally drops in the game with an additional appearance as well 
Uh, of course, with Anakin, we get the 501st clone skins, and we will also get new capture points and cap and capital ship takedown game modes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the second Anakin appearance is Clone Wars. Um, and uh, I fe- with, I'm excited for the, those new game modes. Um, the capture points reminds me a lot of classic Battlefront where, you know, basically you have to go to a section, fight and defend it until it uh, turns over to your team. And then you've got to protect that while simultaneously moving forward. Um, so it, it's really, it's a really cool concept, um, very familiar. Uh, we don't know much about it, so I'm assuming it's going to be kind of similar to that. Uh, yeah. Regardless, it's got me excited just for the nostalgia of it and the capital ship takedown. I'm really hoping that's like um, Battlefront 2, but also what we were teased for Battlefront 3, where it was even bigger scale, where you basically, you fly around, you're battling in space, then you can land in the ships, in the capital ships, and go in and do objectives like take out the engines or take out the weapon systems and whatnot. Um, that would be that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like all it's going to be is your mission is to one side's to take down the um, take down the capital ship. The other teams is to defend their capital ship. Mm-hmm. We already have a couple of um, starfighter assault modes that are like that. So I'm really hoping that they go beyond that. They're not just adding in more versions of that but they're going beyond that too like i said i can fly around shoot some shoot some ships and then land you know in a separatist frigate and you know find the weapon system and take it out and that that just that sounds cool to me yeah you just land on the ship and there's nothing there and you go frigate (laughs) and fly away there you go you worked in a pun yes um so there's that and reminder of the prices, trooper skins will be 20k per class, or 40k for all three. Um, that's Assault, Heavy, and Specialist, and Heroes will cost 35k credits each. Uh, likely the additional appearances will be 20k. And Imperial credits are not welcome here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure EA takes all forms of money. Republic credits will suffice. Sure. No, they won't. Um, yeah, so that's part of the, um, the recent cost decrease that they did, um, which has been extremely helpful. Um, it will require, though, since we're getting something every month that you are playing regularly each month, so that you're accruing back what you're, uh, putting out. Or buying them online. Well, you can't do that now. Like, you have, you have, I mean... As far as I know, you can only earn... You can buy crystals and still do that. Can I but most people don't. You know, most people just go for credits. And it's really... Um, it's really not that hard. I mean, you earn about... I mean, I earn about 400 per game. Mm-hmm. And if you're going after the... If you're going after the daily achievements, you're playing at least... At least three games. Mm-hmm. If they're minimum, but you can, some of those requirements are, you know, play five rounds. So, I mean, 
you can easily earn about 5,000 credits a day yeah. um, if you play the right way. So uh, that's why I say if you're playing regularly, you won't have a problem with any of these cost points. Um, but if you're not playing regularly, now's a good time to start farming and building up. Um, because again, you're not only getting characters, but you're getting clone skins, which you may not be like me. You, I've bought every one so far. I'm buying all, I'm going to buy all of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't been doing that, you probably have more money than me. Yeah. But <laughs> right now I, I'm, I'm in a farm mode because I'm trying to get enough for Grievous and for uh, the upcoming heroes. The nice thing about December, that'll give some extra time um, to kind of earn credits for January and February and with the double experience weekends, what's cool about that is... Which you've missed all of so far. I know. <laughs> um, but you get a thousand credits for every level you uh, go up. So um, if you're, uh, you know, if you really work that weekend, then um, you can easily get a little bit more uh, in your in your Battlefront wallet. So... Yeah. 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 So uh, lots of cool stuff. It's good. It's cool to see the map. Like I said, some people were upset about December, but mm-hmm. I think it's fine. And you know, who knows? Maybe there is some Christmas surprise. Merry Christmas! On to comic book news, family. Um, coming out this week, we have Star Wars Adventures number fifteen. That's coming out on October twelfth or <laughs> October tenth, not twelfth. Don't don't mess up the people's uh, comic schedule. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. I had to bring out the whiteout. That one, uh, if this is a this is a follow up to last week or uh, no, oh, a couple weeks ago, um, the Star Wars Adventures fourteen, which began the the fight of the flight of the Falcon uh, series, um, and uh, by Michael Morchi, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I think Morachi. I I hope I'm not butchering it. You're probably saying it right. Um, I know. I feel bad because he's such a great guy, and um, he's been more than patient and kind to interact with us um, and, and our uh, fanboying over um, introducing the series with IG88 and all that other stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but he he's writing for these uh, issues. So, um, hopefully, if you haven't checked out the uh, Star Wars for, uh, Star Wars Adventures fourteen, mm-hmm. I would def- definitely recommend checking that out and then going out and checking this out uh it's a fun little series and as we mentioned ig88 shows up um yes you do talus shows up han leia all right no not no it's just now i need to go reread because i'm i'm mixing my <laughs> stories together dang it i think yeah. it's just han Chewie and uh ig88 and Callus. um we do get an, another additional story with chewbacca from another author but Anyway, <laughs> my point is, it's fun. Go read it and make sure you pick this one up as well. And while you're at it, uh, give Michael on uh, Twitter some love. If you can't find him, um, then you can look him up, obviously. But we, we've been interacting with him, so you can probably find him somewhere on our Twitter page as well. Yeah. Give him love, because he's an awesome dude. Yes, he is. He's very patient. <laughs> and very, very, yeah, especially patient with fan peoples mm-hmm. who... Like very niche characters. Yeah. Well, I think it helps that he's he's a fan, obviously, and so it's attractive when when another big nerd fan is creating Star Wars. It, yeah. It's a, it's attractive to other fans because it 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 puts you 
almost on an even playing field. It's not like, oh, you're some amazing up there on the pyre author. No, mm-hmm. you're you're a Star Wars, and it's not to say you're lesser than because you're a Star Wars fan. It's just that you, you're a Star Wars fan writing Star Wars rather than just an author writing Star Wars. Yeah. So, well, like you remember, we went to uh, Galactic Giants. Mm-hmm. We met a couple of the guys from Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. That was freaking awesome because they weren't there for Rooster Teeth. They were there just having fun. Mm-hmm. And, and cutting line. Oh, would you give that up? No, I'm not giving that up. They cut line. They probably paid for something like that. <laughs> I'm sure. I hope they did. I hope they paid a gajillion dollars for that. I hope, I hope Freddie Mercury's happy. Oh, I hope he shaved so... that mustache too. No, he's growing it out. Mm. He looks good. I hate that they were so nice too. <laughs> <laughs> we met Blaine Gibson and uh, John Risinger. Yeah, and... we'll talk. We have a Disney Patreon video going up later. Yeah, where we'll we'll probably recount that story for anyone who's <laughs> interested in why I have just uh, conflicted hatred. Uh, I don't hate that. I, I don't. Please don't read into it. It it's not it's real. It's a joke. It's I, it was just a funny joke. Because of joke? the circumstances that surrounded yeah. uh, how we how we ended up interacting with them. Yeah. So it's funny. It, it, please don't take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, don't go tattling on us and making it seem like nerd herders. Crazy. If you want to tattle on me, tell John Reisinger that I like his mustache and his new Hawaiian shirt thing. <laughs> okay, we'll anyway. talk about that later. Back anyway. To Back to the good anyway. content. Anyway. Tales from Vader's Castle 2 is coming out also on October 10th. Yes, yeah. please check that out. Please. The first issue was phenomenal. Yes. Um, it was gorgeous. It's uh, kind of piloted by uh, longtime Star Wars Adventures author uh, Kevin Scott. Um, first issue was great, not surprising, but it really captures what it's going for. That Star Wars horror, uh, you know, m- fusion uh, it does it so well. The atmosphere of the storytelling and the stories itself are so interesting and definitely, definitely worth uh, checking out. A new one is out each week this month, so mm-hmm. highly recommended. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Oh. Um, uh, Han Solo adaptation number one. That also comes out on October 10th. Yeah. So, so. a lot coming out on the 10th. We're going to need to hustle our bustle down to our local comic book store. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, my knees being <laughs> angry. Old man. Yeah. Um, so we got some news from New York City Comic Con, which, yeah, yeah, very exciting. Um, some sad news, but not really. To start us off, uh, Darth Vader number twenty-five will be the final issue of the series. Yeah. Um, they're currently in um the closing parts of the fortress vader um arc and so that end the end of that arc will be the end of the series which isn't surprising 25 is usually the end you know po Dam- that's why poe dameron was so uh different is because it you know it ended at issue 31 mm-hmm. and charles was like that's far beyond what we expected its life would go yeah you know we we intended it to be traditional 25 issue run because mm-hmm. that's usually the that's usually the collective run is 25. Obviously, the main run goes beyond that, but um, 
Any, but it, but uh, so going twenty five issues uh, is is great. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely a very good comic run. Yeah, it it was it was great. Um, this series, this um, Darth Vader series. Yeah, it uh, gave us that weird picture of Anakin Skywalker turning around at oh, a little with boy. The Vader face. That was yeah. creepy as heck, and someone needs to go to therapy. <laughs> um, this this series has been amazing, which isn't surprising from Charles Soule, but also just from uh, what they're putting out with Va- everything Vader has been. 10 out of 10 yeah. you know gold star uh yeah. you know it's been great this yeah. series takes place between episode three and four so this is a bit younger vader not like years wise but this is early in his experiences as vader whereas the first run of so this is dark darth vader dark lord of the sith the first one was uh darth vader imperial machine that was by karen gillian which was amazing as well mm-hmm. uh, just as great uh you know charles Saul really continued a lot of what and built up a lot of what uh kieran did oh yeah um and that was set between four and five. Oh yeah so that's pretty cool and seeing a lot of the internal conflict of vader in this comic run has been absolutely fantastic yeah that's been the great part about you know that and that's why it's worth mentioning it's between three and four so you know this is when we see vader become Vader. You, everyone thinks, oh, you know, he puts on the mask at the end of Revenge of the Sith. He's Vader. Yeah. But this is where he accepts his life as Vader. Um, and yeah. so if you're sad about losing this, um, don't be. <laughs> number one, don't be. Go reread it. But also, if you haven't checked out the first series uh, from Darth Vader from Kieran Gillen, I do recommend you fill your time by checking that out until the next thing comes out. What's the next thing, Megan? Speaking of which, Shadow of Vader is coming out um shadow of vader is the new series that just got announced at sd or nycc um it's going to be a five issue series coming in november which will have stories told about vader from the perspective of other characters uh each 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 year each issue issue will feature different sets of characters issue number one is a friday the 13th homage which i am very excited about <laughs> With Vader hunting down kids at a summer camp. I don't know that that's literal. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's either that or maybe that's what Vader calls it when he's yeah. killing younglings. Okay, look. Yeah. The dude, <laughs> the dude killed younglings. I think there's... It, it, but what, he went from zero to a hundred real quick. But what summer camp invites Vader as their special guest? It, you know, I, that's what, I don't, I'm not... summer camp that hired us. I'm not taking it literal. I, no. I, I'm taking it more in the sense of slasher flick in, uh, yeah. inspirations. Which is exciting. Like, Oh, I mean, it, it evokes images of Rogue One's final sequences. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, all about that. Just, he has a uh, little... Oh, instead instead of his regular lightsaber, he has just like a, uh, a, a light machete. <laughs> that would be cute. He just, like, comes up from underneath a bed after skewering Kevin Bacon. <laughs> just like oh my gosh if one of the characters doesn't look like him well but that was his mom not him yeah. spoiler alert guys sorry no this is this is how you see a spoiler it's what? such a great movie oh sorry see this is where we get into our horror f- uh fandom and, and whatnot but yes anyway um just like shimmy skywalker in a sweater that's all i'm thinking of right now <laughs> um with and then uh issue number two uh, stars the one and only Wilro Hood. 
Do you know who that is? I have no clue. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, the it in a very critical sequence in, during Empire Strikes Back, uh, there is a scene where Lando Calrissian is evacuating Cloud City of its civilians, mm-hmm. and amongst the chaos lives one giant dynamic hero named Will Rowe Hood, ensuring the safety of his little instant ice cream machine escaping Cloud City's Is chaos. it Mastroid? Is no, it it's literally an ice cream man. That's amazing. Yes. There's, like, there's a scene where a Neil deGrasse Tyson-looking dude runs down the hallway with his ice cream. Literally, they were like, they were like, you should, you should carry something. And he literally just grabbed like an instant ice cream maker and ran into the set. That's that was it. That is fantastic. This guy, this character has had stories about him. He's also had action figures made. It is insane. Um, so, so yeah, the, I'm pretty sure this is involving Vader getting a dream sickle or something <laughs> like that. Actually, dream sickles are bomb. People who don't oh, yeah. like those are just weird. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. Um, issue number three centers on a morgue attendant on the Death Star. Never thought about it, but of course they have a morgue. Of course. <laughs> Vader is killing people left and right. Right. Like, okay, he, someone's he, late bringing him his coffee. <laughs> he probably contacted the Emperor. He's like, I need something to do with all these dead troopers. Can we get a morgue in here or something? It's a large freezer. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in that one, definitely. Issue number four diverges into a focus on the Alkalites of the Beyond. Mm-hmm. Which... Haven't seen much of that personally. Um, well, so what this is, is this is a dark side fanatical group um, introduced in the Aftermath books by uh, Chuck Wendig, um, who actually is authoring this series, which makes nice. sense that there would be that connection. So these are the guys that um, collected Vader's lightsaber after the end of Return of the Jedi. They idolized uh, Vader in the dark side. Um, so it'll be interesting. This may be the story of um, maybe... Because there's a lot of people that have theorized that because we get the story, oh, they acquired Vader's lightsaber. Maybe they got Vader's helmet mm-hmm. um, and recovered his remains, essentially. And that's how eventually they came into the possession of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting regardless, just seeing a little bit more of them. So if you've read the Aftermath series, they get a, they get a good little um, bit of storytelling in there. So this is an interesting way. This shows how far they're going. This This is clearly showing they're covering their bases of i mean will row hood that's obviously empire strikes back era death star morgue obviously that's a new hope era mm-hmm. the friday the 13th homage i don't know much about that but this acolytes of the beyond takes it beyond uh, return of the jedi so it's really mm-hmm. covering an extensive yeah. uh timeline yeah and on a little bit of a more serious note issue number five follows a new republic pilot whose parents were killed by Vader, who joins the Resistance only to learn that Leia's father is the Sith Lord Darth Vader. Yeah, this this one sounds great. Um, If you've ever read the book uh, Star Wars Bloodlines, it's basically a more politically blown up version of this plot. Where, And this this is how uh, Ben finds out about his grandfather, Mm -hmm. is through political uh, propaganda. Basically... uh, People that didn't want the New Republic to be built up found out about uh, Leia's uh, family tree and plastered it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so Ben finds out about his uh, grandfather's Sith, Sith Lord heritage 
through that, which is not great. And of course, you know, it's, it creates quite the awkward atmosphere, um, you know, for Leia. Yeah. Very quiet breakfasts at the breakfast table with Ben, just like, so how'd you sleep last night? (laughs) Better Um, than all the dead people on Alderaan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, this one, this one's probably going to be the more emotional and intense one. I imagine it's going to be really interesting because I mean, it's a real issue. I mean, you know, it's like finding out some new freedom fighter, um, you mm-hmm. know, over in the Middle East, uh, the granddaughter of, you know, uh, Saddam Hussein or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, does it take away from the good that this person's doing because of their heritage? Yeah. And of course, yeah. politically, they use they would use that as, as you know, yeah. uh, weaponry against them. Well, I mean, like, look at serial killers. They had families a lot of the time. They had kids. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, uh, John Wayne Gacy, he had kids. It, it becomes their life of just talking about their crazy father or family member that, yeah. you know, what. Uh, I think, I think it was Cheech Marin. Uh, no, it was the other one. What's his name? Uh, something Chong. Yes. <laughs> um, his daughter, like there was a recent documentary about, you know, growing up, you know, with him as her dad. That was really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll need to send it to you so you yeah. can watch it. So all together, just uh, yeah. interesting lineup uh, for this. It, it's kind of sad that it's all only getting five issues um, mm-hmm. since it sounds. It sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. So yeah. it sounds anyway. funny, but also, you know, really intense. Yeah. And that's about it for comic news. Yeah. Anything to add? Nope. That's good enough for me. Hey, John. Hi. Do you like books? I do. What what kind of books do you like? Star Wars books. You're in luck. Um, so, you remember how we said that Droidography was coming out soon? Mm-hmm. On October 19th? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually not going to be released until November 6th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I think I must have, when I first announced it, gotten it from a very early announcement mm-hmm. of the release and it, this may have been the original release date or I could have been completely wrong when first including it. No, that um, never happens. You know, mistakes happen, but uh, either way. So what it, and it, it does make more sense because we've already got like the smugglers guide coming out. We've got scum and villainy. We've got women of the galaxy all coming out towards the end of the month. So yeah. it makes sense that this would be at the beginning of November rather than, uh, at the end of the month with all of that yeah. and it helps out. So uh, originally we talked about, you know, the week following its release, we would do an episode, um, about, um, we would, you know, pick some of our favorite droids and favorite droid facts from the book and kind of do a main show episode where we just talk about droids. That's still going to happen, but we'll have to obviously reschedule that, um, yeah. in consideration of the actual, uh, proper release date. But yeah. And speaking of women of the galaxy, if you have any um, faith in humanity that you would like to preserve, don't go into the comment sections on oh. or any of the threads on Twitter. Yeah, don't pay that stuff any mind. Please don't. Um, it looks like a book of, number one, phenomenal art. Absolutely. Um, it's beautiful. And it's got such great roster of uh, contribution to, you know, great stories and depth of all of these great uh, women of the galaxy. And so... Yeah. 
Um, much like, uh, you know, as I mentioned, our, we we're going to do a droids episode uh, when Women of the Galaxy is released. We already have it uh, pre-ordered, so we'll get that and we'll do a episode about it um, the following week. Uh, same thing with, um, I believe, Scum and Villainy. We're going to do an episode on that as well. So, you know, all of these cool books that we're getting, um, these major, you know, multi-character focused books um you can expect us to have uh episode following those so like droidography women of the galaxy scum and villainy Mm -hmm. uh where we kind of pick up some of our favorite details and facts or characters talked about within them and with women of the galaxy we can do a lot more you know we can talk about a lot more with that with droids it'll be a little bit more of we could talk about some of our favorites prior to the book Mm -hmm. and then some maybe we discovered by reading the book because it's going to cover extensively Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the different droids. Yeah. And likewise for Scum and Villainy, kind of some highlights and interesting details. So uh, if you like the sound of those things and you're already yeah. planning on getting those books, um, then know that you'll be able to enjoy a great uh, Nerd Herder episode following its release um, where we just kind of dive into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, so November 6th. November 6th. So change, if you're like us and you have a calendar dedicated to comic and book releases, uh, you just have to, you know, re-pencil it in. Yes. So. And if you use pen, may God have mercy just on get, your Yeah, just get a new calendar at that point. Um, so, some more Comic-Con announcements. Uh, Star Wars Alphabet Squadron um, is coming out. This book will take place after the Battle of Endor and follows five Rebel Alliance pilots as they hunt down the remaining Imperial forces, um, which the synopsis sounds awful, you know, intense for the name of the book. Yeah, I'm not entirely settled on the title. First first of all... um, Yeah, first of all. Well, I don't know if it would be the alphabet uh, the thing is in, in Star Wars basic language is uh, uh, the typography is Oravesh mm-hmm. that's what it's called so I don't know if you know the way we say ABCD is part of our alphabet mm-hmm. you know I don't know if in universe they say ABCD is part of our Oravesh mm-hmm. so I would think it should be Oribesh Squadron. I'm not entirely. I was a little weirded, and but also because, like you said, it's a little, it's a little uh, kitty. Yeah. Like it sounds like a, a kid show, mm. a little bit. Um, I like the premise, and and of course, um, I like the fact that it features essentially all of the lettered uh, fighters. Yes. Um, uh, and that is the squadron consists of A, B, U, X, and Y wing ships. Mm-hmm. So. A books, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's really interesting because I love all of those. I love all of the styles of those ships. And it's cool because this sounds like something I would do for a comic as a kid. Yes. Like if I rewound uh, into my grade school years where I was doing comics in school. It's the best 10 years of my life. That that would be what I would do because it would be like, I can't just have all X-Wings. The Y-Wing is the coolest, so that has to be in there. And then the B-Wing is really cool, and now we have the U-Wing. So it's like I can see myself as a kid putting together you know, the squadron and mm-hmm. having to have everybody in it Yeah. because I couldn't just pick one or the other. So 
there are only 26 ships in the Star Wars universe. You know this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, it sounds interesting. The title's a little goofy, yeah. but yeah. It's, you know, it's only 25. Because I'm missing you in my life. Ooh, oh, I already anyway. have you. Never mind. Um, yeah, it sounds like a fun book. Yeah. That, that's about all we can say right now. Yeah. That's all we got. And from Kevin Scott, we have the Obi-Wan and Anakin Choose Your Own Adventure, and that will be released in March of 2019. Yeah, so this is Kevin Scott of Tales from Vader's Castle and yep. Star Wars Adventures. Um, we just picked up his Lando's Luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, his uh, Luke and Leia Choose Your Own Adventure book. Yes. Sorry. Um, we've picked up a lot of books yes, we uh, this week. So anyway, <laughs> but the Luke and Leia one is part of the Flight of the Falcon series. So once again, that comes around to say, hey, check that out. It's a fun little series. Got a couple of different authors contributing to it. So yeah. Uh, and Kevin's just great. I mean, the earlier issues in uh, Star Wars Adventures uh, and the novels um, featured him and he really helped build it to what it is. So that's awesome. Um, and of course, Vader's Castle. So, yeah, uh, he's got heck of Star Wars credit under his belt. So plenty of reason to uh, to check this one out. And plus, it's Obi-Wan and Anakin. And the best part is, is it's their episode two-ish appearances. So, mm-hmm. the you know, you got Anakin with the Padawan braid and Obi-Wan with the mullet. So, ah, yes, the, the beautiful Jedi Jesus mullet. Yeah. Um, I'm actually hoping it takes place. Act- I, here's what I'm hoping. Because this is the nerd in me that my my brain goes to some useless lo- information presented in some offhand line and says, <laughs> there has to be a story. Um, the Bothans. In uh, Attack of the Clones, you know, Obi-Wan mentions them falling into a nest of Gundarks. Um, oh, that would be fun. It would be fun if that's part of this story. Because they seem to have their a- Attack of the Clones appearances. It would be around that time. It... it, it I, my brain jumped to, oh, maybe that will be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all together, though, it's interesting because it fills in, regardless, some prequel stuff, which is yeah. never a bad thing. No. Um, that's about it for book news. Yeah, I mean... Um, Not a lot coming out. Uh, let me just double-check and make sure... Yeah, I think all of every book came out this week or last week. Yeah, um... Doesn't seem like there's more books until like October 30th, um, mm. which is uh, Women of the Galaxy and Smuggler's Guide. Um, Scum and Villainy is October 23rd, sorry. Yeah. Um, yep. That's about so it. So that, that's uh, it on current books that we know, and that's all that I believe was announced at New York Comic Con. Yeah. Moving on to television news. After that brief reprieve. Um, that's a fun phrase to say, brief reprieve. Um, so we have... I'm excited. ...a title <laughs> and a plot synopsis for the John Favreau show. Yeah. It's not, you know, called the John Favreau show, although I would just watch that. Oh, yeah. Nice would, dude. Funny dude. Yeah. Mm. I just watch him do stuff. Yeah. Like, making a sandwich. <laughs> Sitting <laughs> well, we, in his I kitchen. Mean, we pretty much got the movie of that. That was an amazing movie. Go yeah. watch Chef. That was such a good movie. But, um, but... That's not the important thing. Star Wars The Mandalorian... Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, And the synopsis we got was, after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of of the First Order. 
We follow the travels of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Wow. Yes. So, uh... Okay. Where to start? Um... It wasn't my initial reaction, but after having some time to kind of marinate on this, of course, I reread it several times Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of, of course, looked at the gorgeous um, uh, uh, production image of the Mandalorian. And um, when reviewing it a couple of times, what I found interesting is the mention of Jango Fett and Boba Fett. Yeah. This may not, and we actually, I talked about this with someone at the Star Wars Reads event that we went to um, last weekend, Mm -hmm. and in that conversation, uh, it wasn't, it was surprising to him to learn that in the Clone Wars, it calls into question the validity of Jango Fett as a Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't know, and it's not a big spoiler, it, it, it doesn't pertain to the larger plot, but... Um, at some point in the Clone Wars, uh, the uh, events bring Obi-Wan Kenobi to Mandalore um, to settle some events. And he mentions that he ran into Jango Fett uh, and, you know, labels him a Mandalorian. And the Prime Minister of Mandalore gets fired. He's like, no, he was not a Mandalorian. He just stole that armor. Um, and so in a very interesting turn of events, there's uh, there's that kind of doubt was Django a Mandalorian we've been obviously you know legends uh it was definite yeah he was a Mandalorian um Mm -hmm. by adoption um but this really kind of threw a a wrench out there for me being a big fan that was like whoa wait a minute um because even Boba ended up going on to become Mandalore uh Mm -hmm. for a brief period leader of the people and and whatnot so yeah Anyway, so so the interesting thing, knowing that, going back and, and reading that synopsis of, you know, after uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett, it specifically mentions them mm-hmm. in a show about the Mandalorian. Yeah. It mentions them as if, okay, they came first, but now there's the Mandalorian. Yeah. So I almost wonder if this is somehow going to give us some link to some confirmation of Django mm-hmm. and Boba Fett. Maybe this, I don't know, maybe it's, I, I really doubt the story group let this slip past them. Yeah. I'm really, I'm, I do not believe that they let it slip. And I mean, it's still out there. You can still find it on John Favreau's uh, Instagram. So obviously they weren't like, Hey guys, delete it, delete it, delete it. Yeah. Um. So they know it's out there. They want it out there. So it's yeah. it's interesting because, you know, my first thought again, he, Django was adopted uh-huh. um, by uh, Jaster Mareel, uh, who was a big figure in the Mandalorian Civil War with uh, the Mandalorian uh, Crusaders in the Death Watch. Um, the Death Watch killed Django's family, mm-hmm. and so uh, Jaster adopted and took in uh, Django Fett. Mm-hmm. And he became a big leader and a big figure in the Mandalorians following that. So technically, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jango was not a Mandalorian. Um, now, he was from Concord Dawn, uh, which the planet does appear in um, the Clone Wars as well. Um, fun fact, John Favreau voices a character in the Mandalorian arc. Huh. Um, so anyway, I don't know if he kind of requested that from Dave <laughs> Filoni, but... Um, 
anyway, uh, so my thought is maybe that's what the prime minister was referring to. Maybe, um, and fun fact, in the open season story, if you haven't read it, check it out. Um, he, Jango Fett does steal his silver armor. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor of, um, of a planet that had Jango arrested at one point had uh, a Mandalorian armor refurbished and refined, and that's where the silver armor came from. Mm-hmm. Originally, um, Jango's armor was much more dingy and dirty. Yeah. So he stole the nice fancy armor. Uh-huh. So technically, what the Prime Minister is saying in the Clone Wars could still be true, but also not devalidate Jango as a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And from what the synopsis says, uh, we follow the travels of a lone gunfighter. What I'm expecting from the show is to be kind of like a space western. Oh yeah, and when you, and you get the vibe from that from the yeah. production shot. Yeah, which I'm looking at right now. Um, to me, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, if you if you side if you put that side by side with uh, concept art for the canceled Star Wars 1313 game of Boba Fett's mm-hmm. um, appearance, very similar almost identical and that's not saying hashtag Boba Fett confirmed but (laughs) it is to say that they clearly had an influence from somewhere I mean looking at it right now it to me looks like a mix between like old beat up clone armor and traditional Mandalorian yeah it seems very just put together yeah um the the most Mandalorian thing about it is Is the helmet the helmet and the rifle the rifle is um it resembles Boba Fett's rifle in his first appearance from the holiday special yeah and that's that was definitely a reference oh the yeah rifle. oh yeah um, so yeah they they clearly took a lot of nostalgic inspiration mm-hmm. for this definitely and something i noticed is that he doesn't have the uh targeting antenna yeah no that it's now well that became more popular um during the clone wars so the clone mm-hmm. wars the death watch troopers um the specialty troopers did have um yeah. Uh, pathfinders and antennas mm-hmm. but the traditional um so uh previsla and and the more traditional uh mandalorian troops death watch mandalorian troops mm-hmm. did not they went for the no pathfinder antenna route yeah i, I which guess worked. yeah it's just for me like i i would expect him to have some kind of targeting technology well i mean unless he's just that good of a shot well, he has a he has a long rifle, so more than likely we're going to see a couple of maybe sniper shots. Yeah, I mean, we never saw Boba use his in the films. I think we saw Django use his. Django in... did. I want to say Boba did. I want to s- recounting the events of Return of the Jedi in my brain. I think the <laughs> scene where he's um, lining up to uh, tether Luke with uh, the rope. Uh huh. I want to say in that scene he's using it, but I could be wrong. But I know um, when Jango's flying around, and okay, this is what's making me think I'm right. Um, when Jango does it, he he's uh, lassoing Obi Wan, yeah, um, as well. So I feel like that's a reference. Yeah. Um, we looking it up. If you could not tell, we absolutely love the concept of Mandalorians in general. Um, we're both pretty big fans of Boba Fett. Um, I enjoyed seeing what I saw in Rebels of the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm kind of excited by the concept of a kind of 
you know, gunslinger, uh, bounty hunter um, series mm-hmm. from John Favreau. I, I'm kind of excited about it because I'm hoping it's kind of gonna be like Firefly, <laughs> and I miss Firefly so much. <laughs> That's such a good show, even though you know. Okay, so I was wrong about the answer to Boba Fett. I don't believe did use it. Um, oh. Now, what would be... I, I can see that working because there was... Just before this was announced, it was rumored that uh, Pedro Pascal from uh, Game of Thrones uh, and other things, but that's the yeah. most recent and memorable thing, but um, was being looked at for a part or mm-hmm. was confirmed for a part. Nothing official came out about that. Yeah. We don't have anything official as far as casting goes, but... If, if Pedro is playing the Mandalorian, which I could see, mm-hmm. um, you know, given his heritage was lined up with sort of the demographic that, that, that we have typically seen associated with the Mandalorian people. Mm-hmm. Um, if that is the case, I can see him having a very likable rogue kind of personality. Yeah. Because um, that's kind of what he was in Game of Thrones. He was very likable, but also very arrogant. Yeah. I feel like if he's going to be the main character, and this is why I didn't, I wasn't on board instantly with a Boba Fett film is because Boba Fett is too much of a, he's a definite not good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can like him, but can, you can't make him the lead of a film without being detrimental to his character as a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and oh, wow. so, you know, with this, you have a little bit more freedom that you're not tied to a specific personality type. Mm-hmm. So I can see them making him both gruff but likable mm-hmm. in the same way. Um, he could have a very uh, man-in-the-black-hat personality from uh, West Westworld. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I really hope. I, um, I, really I, I like, I, you know, so much. I mean, anything we come up with past what we know of the synopsis and what we know of the production picture mm-hmm. is obviously speculation. Yeah, um, I mean, from... Yeah. The picture we've got, it kind of looks like he's on Tatooine, but that might be. Well, I I kind of thought that from um, an offhand set picture that we saw floating around from um, Star Wars mm-hmm. Newsnet. I want to say no, uh, it was uh, making Star Wars Net. Sorry, um, I think I made that mistake last time where I said it was Star Wars Newsnet. They they have very similar names, but um, making Star Wars Net, I believe, is the one that posted some. Uh, behind the scenes set pictures mm-hmm. really not a lot going on it just shows a couple of images of the set and you see what looks like a moisture farmer and a very Tatooine-esque mm-hmm. um, vibe to it definitely but Jakku had that too I, I hope we don't spend a lot of time on the desert planet because I'm kind of sick of desert planets yeah I got gotcha. you between Jakku and Tatooine why, why does everyone want to go back to Jakku I don't know it's it's, it's pretty much nowhere um, anyway. To be honest, if Poe Dameron was on Jakku, I'd want to go to Jakku too. <laughs> so, it, again, since so much would be speculatory at this point, we're not going to do, we're not going to go down that route too much. Yeah. And, and again, my whole mention of the whole Boba Django thing is just to say that hopefully that's hinting that we'll get some confirmation that yes, they were Mandalorians. Um, mm. uh, and what I mean, Django Fett has a comic coming out in the Age of Rebellion mm-hmm. series in November. Mm. Maybe that'll help iron some of that out yeah um Um, i really hope so yeah and kind of out of nowhere news like i just saw this Mm -hmm. um so there's um 
I'm not sure what you would call it. It's kind of like a convention for robotics and engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called Generator Con or something. Um, they unveiled a new uh, bionic arm mm-hmm. for young amputees. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show you what it looks like, and I want to get your reaction. <laughs> okay. This is live news, folks. Oh, my goodness. Can I cut my arm off? <laughs> no. That looks awesome. It looks amazing. It's it's Star Wars. It looks fantastic. And I am that's I'm so, so excited cool. for young children that's awesome. right now. That's not TV news, but that's just yeah. awesome news. That's, and, that's a great way to help those kids. And it's going to be available November 19th. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Some real candid news <laughs> yeah. going on. So uh, that's what happens when we look up stuff while we're yeah. on the podcast to try and find yeah. some details. And if you want to see it, it's on uh, Chris Hadfield's uh, Instagram, who was, he's a Canadian astronaut. He was at the space station. Why can't he just be an astronaut? Because he's from Canada. Yeah, that's what it looks So like. he took maple syrup to space, okay. Yeah, he actually did. Oh my gosh, dang it. I know, right? <laughs> it kind of... I was trying to tell a joke. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, but along with that awesome um, uh, prosthetic arm. Yes. Um, coming out in November. November, we get the Django Fett Age of Rebellion comic. Yes, we do. So maybe that will have something to do... I'm not saying with the Mandalorian, but it'll have something to do with this... Was Django Mandalorian? I need to know. Yeah. I need to know the the story of that. And, yeah. But the last thing we'll say about this to um, move on, um, and because again, we don't know much, so we don't want to dive too deep into speculation yet, yeah. uh, and and whatnot. But and oh well, I do have to say, <laughs> I'm sorry, John Fabro, friend and listener of the show. Um, we love you. I was, I was very shut off to the idea that the rumors were true that it would be about Mandalorians, yeah. Because I wanted Benioff and Weiss. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on our Friday Q and A because we we talked about what we would hope Benioff and Weiss are working on uh, instead. Yeah. I I had hoped that what they were working on was a Game of Thrones esque uh, Mandalorian pre Republic kind of story. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, I you know I said on Friday they could still be doing something. Um, yeah, definitely. But you know I I hate that I was I I probably seemed very against John Favreau's show because of that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was excited for the show, and obviously I'm excited for what we're getting. Um, you know, but it, it's a good example of speculation and theorizing is fun, but don't get too attached. Because I I had yeah. a moment where I was simultaneously upside I was upsided I was upset and excited at the same time because I was like I was like oh my gosh this is awesome but that means that Benioff and Weiss are probably not doing Mandalorians yeah um which there's plenty of like tribal things I mean and it doesn't even have to be that Game of Thrones ask you know I mean that was just me running with an idea that someone else put out there and I was Mm -hmm. just like oh my gosh let it happen yeah. And, and like I said, something similar could still be, but, you know, it. always keep in mind that, mm-hmm. you know, when you speculate, you have the chance of being wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I don't want us to do too much with that. What we will talk about is the fact of the director lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so what we have there is that the first episode is actually going to be uh, directed by Dave Filoni. Yeah. Um, who's also producing uh, the show uh, with John Favreau. So um, that's really cool. Um, and I'm pulling up the full list because I want to make sure I don't forget anybody in this uh, very full and um, awesome lineup of directors. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dave Filoni is going to be um, directing the uh, first episode Um which is amazing because fans have been, um, myself included, we've been calling for Dave Filoni to do something live action and big for a while now. And so this is going to be cool that he's going to get the wonderful ability to tell the first introductory story. Mm-hmm. Um, additional episodic directors include Deborah Chow of Jessica Jones, um, Rick Fumiyawa of Dope, Bryce Dallas Howard, Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. Awesome. Exciting. And uh, director of Soulmates. Um, and. Do you need me to say the name? Taika Waititi. There you go. I got, you it. got it. Good job, me. Yeah. He's from New Zealand. I gave myself a high five. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Director of Thor Ragnarok. I, when I was going through this list originally, I, I leaned over to Megan. I was like, why do I know this name? <laughs> and why can I not pronounce it? Because he is. He, he does good things. Um, I hope Korg person. shows up. Um, I'll say that. What's up? I'm Korg. I'm kind of in charge here. <laughs> oh, that's a good impression. Thank you. I'm um, very good at accents for some reason. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, and I hope he gets... Uh, which Thor Ragnarok had fun, but it also had its serious moments. Oh, and, yeah. and so I, I just hope he doesn't get initially given, hey, here's the funny episode. I hope they do let him stretch himself a little bit and... and create a well-rounded episode fun fact about thor ragnarok originally in the beginning of the movie uh thor was supposed to have a ballpoint pen tattoo that said r.i.p loki and they didn't end up going <laughs> although i would have loved to see that it would have been interesting would have been very interesting. um so yeah so a- a- an amazing lineup of, of directors for sure very um talented and diverse uh lists which you know it, and it's not just diverse in the sense of the people but just in the creativity mm-hmm. um you know i i've not seen anything of um bryce howard's i i've not seen soulmates i don't have a point of reference for that but um i've gotten to check out everything else obviously thor ragnarok jessica jones and such of course dave filoni and the clone wars and all that yeah um so everyone else I have a point of reference for, and I can say that they're all bringing something wonderful um, to Absolutely. to this show. So it's very exciting to get this kind of a, a lineup for a show. So it just, if you need any more reason to get excited, just look at that director list. you mm-hmm. you got to know that the first season is going to be phenomenal. Yes, and don't let your first impression be your last, if we can. Yeah, just try, like try and go in open-minded. Yeah. Reserve your judgments, you judgy judgments. Yeah, and, and don't listen to anybody else's. Please. That's a big thing. Stay off Twitter. Well, I mean, well, it's okay to it's okay to get other people's opinions. Yeah. yeah. That's not what we're saying. We're saying don't take someone else's opinion as yours. Yeah. Don't don't just hear what someone else says and decide that that's what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, check it out for yourself. Even yeah. even you know with what we say, when you hear us talk about something, 
If you know, I may say, "Hey, I didn't really like this comic. It had great art, but I overall didn't like the story." You know, don't take that as, "Oh, you know, Nerd Herder said don't read it, so I'm not going to read it." No, read it for yourself. Check it out if you're interested, and you know, make up your own mind. And you know, if you love it, one of the things we enjoy having people do is tell us why you love it. If yeah. you know, if if it's not our cup of tea, we love to hear why you like it, um, so that we can celebrate that with you. And sometimes that ends up changing our perspective. So, um, cool stuff there. I don't, yeah, I think that's about, we've stretched out our Mandalorian, uh, news coverage, <laughs> yeah. uh, quite extensively. So there was a lot of last, last thoughts on this, but that really was our last thought. Um, oh, so, but no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just I, kidding. I was kidding in the arm. You can't reach me. I have um, stretch Armstrong. <laughs> Thank you're, you. You're a last girl. I'm Michael Jordan from <laughs> oh, Space the Jam. last five minutes of Space Jam. <laughs> oh, deep cut. Anyway, uh, Star Wars Resistance is out now. Yay! Yay! first three episodes. Woo! Um, and on that, our review of the first three episodes will be on Patreon late next week. Um, and it should is... actually read uh, this week. It'll... Oh. It, it's next week when we're recording. Yes. It's this week when you're this listening. Week. Late this week. Um, and that is due to our already full recording schedule. Um, for future episodes, we are going to have them up sooner after the episodes air. Yeah, so um, we weren't entirely confident uh, that we would get to check them out during their initial release. We figured we would have to check them out later at like a friend's house or anything. We don't have cable, like I mentioned. Yes. Um, but we managed to make something work out where we can connect to it through Disney Now. And so it was kind of a surprise uh, good thing mm -hmm. in that, yay, we get to watch it. But it was also like, oh, wait, now we've got to try and fit in an uh, episode where we talk about our thoughts on it. So um, in the future, now that we know we'll get to watch it when it, it releases and everything, we'll know that we'll know when to schedule our, our discussion of it and whatnot. That's all behind the scenes technical stuff to say that you know, um, probably around Saturday, you guys will get our first uh, few episodes of Resistance Review on mm -hmm. Patreon. Um, and then following that, each week, hopefully Monday or Tuesday, you'll get it. So there's that. And just another reason, awesome reason to follow us on uh, Patreon, because you'll essentially get a whole nother episode of Nerd Herder if yeah. you do that. So, that it? Uh, as far as resistance, yeah, that, that's, okay. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted that. Uh, uh, I mean, other than saying, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Yeah. Um, give it a chance. It looks so great. It but looks obviously so good. when we're recording this from the past, cause we're time travelers, we have not yet seen it. We yes. just know that we have the ability to see it once we're done recording this. Yes. So, uh, so there you go. Let's hope in the future, you know, more technology, more Rights. All right, L3. <laughs> <laughs> Droid rights. Um, Star Wars is running a new show called Our Star Wars Stories, which is hosted by super nerd Jordan Hembro. Hembrug? Hembro. 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 I did it. Hembro. Uh, and it involves his journey to meet Star Wars fans and get to know what Star Wars means to them. Um, and the first episode involves an interview with the founder of the 501st. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, it's it's interesting 
having seen that episode and now getting some of the news of some things going on with the 501st, mm-hmm. um, you know, there seems to be some struggling communities of five, uh, 501st members, uh, which is unfortunate, especially yeah. when you go and watch this episode, which you can do on StarWars.com or on their YouTube channel. Uh, I recommend it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we mentioned we're part of a, a podcast uh, coming out today from Followers of the Force, which does a show very similar to this. They've been doing, they did it first. Hashtag Followers of the Force did it first. <laughs> but all together, it's such a needed and awesome concept. It's great to remember, you know, why we are talking about this, why we are, you know, shoveling our money at this why we love this yeah um and you know uh getting all these awesome interesting perspectives on what star wars means and how important it is and what it's done for other people and just awesome stuff so you know star wars uh jumping on a great um topic and of course followers of the force doing that as well so now you guys have two shows you can check out for that if you want to hear some star wars stories uh, you can check out starwars.com for it and followers the force podcast for that yeah um so but with that i think that's all we've got for tv news yep that's about it i think so yep 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 hey john hi do you like disney i do you like you like disney world i do you want to go to disney world i do we are in a few weeks yeah again expect another patreon video um so we got a little bit more of galaxy's edge news yay yay I was actually, I was talking to Mike Johnson at church today about this, so. Yeah, hi Mike. Hi Mike. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, I was already excited, but being able to kind of nerd out about some of it a little bit, because, you know, our friend Mike is not just a Star Wars fan, but a Disney fan, and so we have that beautiful connection of, we're not just talking about Star Wars, we're talking about Disney, and all together the the meaningful and and just general goodness uh, of, you know, being in that little magical world and whatnot, so. Yeah. Um, so thanks to makingstarwars.net, we have some possible details on the new Millennium Falcon. Why is that so hard to say? I don't know. The, the Millfield, uh, ride at Galaxy's Edge. I want to emphasize possible details. Possible details. Rumor details. These are from, these are not from Star Wars officially yet. These are just details that they have announced of connections. The reason we're talking about it is because of the concept that it brings to our understanding of Galaxy's Edge so far. We're not sharing this to say, hey, new official news. We're just sharing it to say, hey, if this is true, this is awesome. Yeah, it's going to be rad. We'll never share anything that we don't have confirmed that would be harmful to share. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not harmful. This is all uh, theoretical at this point, so it's not hurtful to discuss but obviously we're not gonna share crazy rumors like you know kathleen kennedy's getting fired on tuesday like yeah no you know that that's rumors and that's harmful to the community so yeah this is just interesting stuff to talk about if it turns out to be true because it's exciting it's also got a lot of details for it to be rumors if if it's not mm-hmm. if it's not legit so and we got a friend who's got it in with the mouse so we'll yep. find out first <laughs> um so it will be set after the events of The Last Jedi and will involve you and your crew being given a mission from Hondo Anaka to journey uh, to Corellia. 
which is the birthplace of Han Solo. Yes. You're welcome. Um, your crew will require at least six to complete your mission. Uh, two to pilot, two to man the guns, and two to make repairs throughout the mission. Uh, depending on how your mission goes and the state of the Falcon at the end, you could have a price on your head by the end and will need to be cautious of the park bounty hunter. Exciting. Mm-hmm. I hope I, I hope I get picked. <laughs> I'll need a crew of bounty. Um, when flying, you will end up with one of three missions. Um, so possible mission scenario one is Hondo gets you involved in a race on Corellia that he's sure you can't lose with the Millennium Falcon. And then we have mission scenario number two. Hondo sends you to the First Order shipyard on Corellia, possibly on a mission for the Resistance. Or scenario three, you and your crew will have to steal some piece of cargo, but the cargo is guarded by a giant monster that you will have to escape. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it was. It was. It they drew a connection between that and the uh, sort of Kessel monster mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah, the Maelstrom. Or yes. The in in well, no, in the Maelstrom, the Maw is the gravity well, not oh. the Maelstrom. Beans. So he lived in the Maelstrom. You yes. were right the first time. Um, I cannot wait to write it once, get motion sick, and throw up. Yeah. Um, never write it again. You know, so again, shout out to um, MakingStarWars.net for their coverage of this. Um, again, if this turns out to be true, this is awesome. Um, I kind of already assumed it would be very Star Star Tours, which, you know, if you guys don't know, it's basically a little Star Wars ride where you can have multiple different scenarios play out. Um, you visit different planets uh, depending on when you ride and you see different characters depending on when you ride. Um, so it really creates a fresh experience all the time you go. That's why I can go four times in one park visit and get a different experience each time. Yes. Uh, which I generally do. Uh, well, no, the last time we went, I did five times. So, because it's always so fun. And there's not a long a long wait, so I love it. Yeah, it's only about five-minute ride. Um, usually, no, well, it's, it's about or five seven, minute eight. Wait. Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's never long. I mean, you, you yeah. the the amount of time it takes you to walk from the entrance to the, the ride is usually the only wait. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll say... You write it at least five times every time we go. Um, my I'm usually at my limit after one. Yeah, um, and that's on a that's on yeah. a good day. Yeah, um, I'll say I can get very motion sick, and so and it's a little intense. For yeah, me. and they talk a bit here about how yeah, it's it's it involves a lot because the idea is you are controlling it, so it's as crazy as you make it. You know, yeah. if you fly casual then, you know, you'll probably be fine, but that's not going to do you well if you're doing the race where you have to fly fast and, and loose, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, with, like, escaping escaping the beast, much like in the Maelstrom, um, you know, during the Kessel Run, uh, the Falcon gets beat up pretty bad by that creature. Yeah. If that happens, you know, that's one of those scenarios where you could get a bounty on your head for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or, you know, if you fail the mission as well, you know, um, I'm sure that that's a reason for getting a bounty as well. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I kind of figured this was a bit of what we're going to get some interesting scenarios. It's, it's cool. They're starting with three. I, I, I'd love to see if eventually they add more, like they've added new ones to star tours and whatnot as well. So altogether, I think it's going to be, um, definitely a, a, a lot of fun. Um, 
I'm this one. I'm really, really, really looking forward to. I'm almost certain that it's going to have wait times much like Pandora. Yes, definitely. I'm not looking forward to that, but we'll we'll bring battery packs and our iPads, and we'll watch Star Wars episodes while we wait. Yeah. Um, we talked with David from Followers of the Force a little bit, and you know, we we talked about how hopefully they'll make it a little interactive in the line. So, like Star Tours is very interactive and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it enjoyable to be waiting. Uh, definitely waiting for Pandora did that as well. So, um, hopefully this is the case because, you know, Pandora's newer. Mm-hmm. Hopefully from that they learned, Hey, we, we know this is going to be an intense wait. Why don't we just make it fun and interactive while they wait? Yeah. Um, and so hopefully that's evidence that they are becoming more aware of that as in, in creating future rides and hopefully in this case as well. And you actually talked about you, when we were waiting for Soren in uh, magic kingdom mm-hmm. um, or was it Epcot? It was, uh, it was Epcot. Epcot. Um, and while we were waiting, you know, they had the big screens where you could go onto the Disney app and play trivia uh, and your team results would be up on the screens. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, why don't they do that with Sabacc? Like, you could play Sabacc or play some sort of yeah. Star Wars, uh, you know, obvi- uh, to keep it immersive. Yeah, and we'll definitely, like, bring our Sabacc cards with us. <laughs> By the way, we bought a set of Sabacc. <laughs> yeah, we're nerds. Yeah. Uh, as if you did not know. Um, but anyway, so, yeah. So what it sounds like is this is very similar uh, to Star Wars, and it's going to have that same vibe of, you're going to feel like you're the only one going in, but of course you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about how, you know, you'll pass by the full size Falcon and then the ride going to be amazing. Oh yeah. The ride will insinuate that it went, it then went below deck for loading um, where you'll load into a pod, which is obviously not the full Falcon. Um, and it will kind of be on a carousel set up so that once you load in your falcon moves and then you know another one can load kind of thing yeah overall disney's got it planned out clearly uh, you oh, know yeah. they're they they know what they're doing so it's going to be and they're going to do it well interesting and i what i wasn't expecting is the idea of working with a team it makes sense because you know you're going to need gunners you're going to need people repairing things you know since when is the falcon ever worked without fault you know, without something breaking. So, but that also adds to the immersion of, you know, what you're yelling, like, Hey, you know, uh, the hyperdrive's leaking. I need you to fix it real quick. Like, or just like getting a snap voice from L3 at some point. (laughs) Um, that would be crazy. Yeah. It would just be cool to kind of, uh, it, again, just immersion is the, the theme of, of galaxy's legend. This, Certainly sounds like they're they're doing it right. Um, so yeah, very excited. We'll get at least one Falcon ride out of you. I mean, what you're kind of obligated. Yeah, like with Pandora, I read yeah. it once. And so, um, I read it once. <laughs> yeah. If anything, maybe you can be a gunner. Yeah. Something. I will just, just hold the trigger the whole time. <laughs> I, I'm a pretty good shot with games like that, so don't even. No, I'm just saying. I'm like you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can be the gunner instead of the the pilot. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fight somebody to be the pilot. <laughs> I know Probably that. Probably Michael. I know that for a fact. So yeah. 
but anyway, yeah, so that's exciting stuff. Um, we, uh, this goes along well with, um, some of the stuff we've heard about the other ride that involves the first order hangar bay where they're going to supposedly have a full 74 foot sized ATAT yeah. mm-hmm. involved, which will be awesome. So I, I cannot wait for this. I, I am so freaking excited. Yeah. It's going to be very fun. Oh yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, Perth, that was about it. That was our news for the week. Yep. You, you've been dumped on by oh, data. Get dumped on. Um, so, uh, in closing, um, wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, Patreon. We mentioned that, you know, we would be doing our star Wars resistance, um, reviews, through Patreon, so um, we'll put our episodes of that up there um, rather than on the uh, main lineup of episodes. Um, so a great reason to connect with us there and possibly support us there. Um, once again, thanks, Rebecca, for uh, you know becoming the first of the herd to do that. It's really awesome and, and really helps. Uh, you know, it's a little bit, but it goes a long way, um, certainly. So along with um, resistance reviews, which will be a Patreon uh, thing. Um, We're also, again, going to be doing um, other reviews um, on there. So uh, later today, which when we're recording this, it's Sunday. So um, I'm putting up our review of the uh, first issue of the Tales from Vader's Castle series. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we normally kind of touch on um, the previously released comics at the beginning of the month, but with as many comics as we've been getting, it's hard to give each one a good full, uh, you know, review. And so a way to kind of cut that is we're going to do some of our favorites uh, through blog review on Patreon. Um, So that's going to come there. When you're listening to this on Tuesday, tomorrow's show is actually going to be a preview of a soon-to-be-exclusive Patreon show. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow's show is all, all about 10 things we love about Star Wars. Um, what this involves is it's not just Star Wars as a whole, but we're going to pick specific um, specific focuses. So tomorrow's show is all about 10 things we love about the 2003 Clone Wars series. Um, you thought we were done talking about it, but it's just so awesome we had to come back to it. So... Tomorrow, we're going to do that. We'll each pick five things that we love about that series, um, and that'll be our main show tomorrow. Uh, And that's sort of as a commercial and preview for what's going to be on Patreon, where we'll talk about episode one, episode two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, We'll do Rogue One, Solo, all of that. These aren't meant to be episode reviews. Mm -hmm. Um, These are not the same as our uh, Patreon goal commentaries. These are just where we pick five things each that we love about this, mm-hmm. um, uh, this film, this, this, uh, medium, um, and just talk about that. Yeah. Um, so it's just a way for you to get, uh, another cool show from us. Um, we haven't settled on if we'll do it, uh, every other week or if we'll do it once a month. We we're still working on that, but, um, we hope to have details ironed out of that soon. So, Live, uh, give us a listen tomorrow. Um, and if you enjoy that episode and would like to hear what we have to say about Phantom Menace and A New Hope and Solo uh, and hear the 10 things we love about those things, then 
connect with us on Patreon where you can get access to that for only a dollar a month. Um, so that will be, that will be our first real exclusive, um, for Patreon. We're also going to look at doing some streams at least once a month. Um, we're going to plan on doing, um, maybe a gaming stream. Um, we're maybe going to do a fun artist stream where we take, uh, some, suggestions from the audience on some cool Star Wars stuff to draw or just weird stuff in general. Um, and bless you. Sorry. You're, you're allergic to Patreon goodies. No, so no. many goodies. You're just getting the hives. Um, so, but yeah, um, you know, I like to draw. Uh, we've, we've talked about that a little bit. I draw goofy yeah. Star Wars things. So it's if, beautiful. If you tune in for Nerd Herder Draws, what that'll be is a live stream where, again, you can say, hey, draw R2-D2, and I'll draw that. And while I'm drawing, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can insert wacky things like uh, a few months ago, Megan was like, hey, I wonder what it'd be like if R2-D2 was an ATST." Mm-hmm. And I drew that. And it was <laughs> um, beautiful. Yeah, and uh, it, it was just a little doodle. And so we thought it'd be fun to kind of – I enjoyed doing that, so I, we thought it would be a fun little way to hang out. It's not – you don't, you don't even have to have artist suggestions. You can just be there to hang out and see the, the terrible art. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so all, all together, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, the streams and the 10 things we love uh, will all be $1 a month exclusives. Um, and so hopefully, uh, you know, with all that you're getting from us, you would uh, consider joining us and supporting us in that way and unlocking these extra goodies. If not, there will be other things like our Star Wars Resistance reviews and our comic and book reviews as they come out. So, yeah, just nice things coming to uh, Patreon um, in the near future. So uh, the most, the newest thing will be that, um, again, we're, we're, we're going to be, it'll be up by now. By the time this episode's out, it'll be up on Patreon. Um, it'll be a video of us discussing our Disney time. Um, our Star Wars experiences, our Disney experiences, and we'll also talk about a recent Star Wars event we went to locally uh, that was a lot of fun as well, where we got to meet a Star Wars author. Yeah. So um, it's a new series called uh, Nerd Herder Adventures. Um, so as we do things like go to Disney, uh, go to Star Wars Celebration, go to conventions, um, or go to any Star Wars uh, adventurous event, um, we'll record a video of us kind of recounting that and talking about that. And it's just another way for you to stay connected with us and get something else of Nerd Herder uh, content. So yeah. so that's, that should be out now along with the um, Tales from Vader's Castle review on Patreon now. So you can head over there, check those out, and give us a follow, and maybe give us a dollar. Just Please. one. Give me a dollar. Just just. You know, Imperial credits do not work here. Uh, we need to send our cats to college. And, Please. you know, right now, Rebecca's Rebecca's the uh, main breadwinner in that regard. So Thank you, Rebecca. Uh, other than that, I don't think there's much of anything. No, nope. so nothing else. So that be the data dump. That yeah. be Tuesday. Uh, it's over. Go ahead and just shut it down, guys. Tuesday's done. Just the whole day. Yay. Nah, you you guys probably got a little bit of Tuesday left. Anyway, um, hopefully you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Uh, if not, look forward to enjoying uh, your Wednesday and your Thursday and your Friday and your Saturday 
and your Sunday nice. and all of your days, because all of these days uh, you have the ability to connect with us and uh, receive the uh, wonderful life-giving nerd herder content um, ways that you can get that and stay connected to that. Obviously we've mentioned it. Patreon. Um, you can also connect with us over on Twitter where we're most uh, active and we're also on Facebook. Um, we do post and interact there a, a little bit, but it's just easier on Twitter. So check us out on those social medias, uh, interact with us. And, uh, it'll mean that you don't have to go any day without, uh, your beloved nerd herder. I'm beloved. You are beloved. So tell me you love me. I love you. No, I was talking to the herd. Oh, okay. Well, I love you too. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, enough with that uh, googly mosh. Um, what? I don't know. I don't know either. Let's get <laughs> up. let's get out of here. Yes. Something else. So uh, I've been your nerd herder leader. I forgot my introduction there for a second. Yeah. My name's John Wayne. I'm Audi. My 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 name is my, my name, name is Jeff. My name is Megan, and I'm a Subaru. I don't know. What? You said you're an Audi. Oh. <laughs> All right. Keep it scruffy. And may the force be with you. Bye.